The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Joining us in studio at 3.39, it is the Tuesday edition of the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. We're talking about uh, emotional stress resulting from financial situation and lots of folks texting in saying, hey, you know what, we live paycheck to paycheck, but we, we, we're happy with our house, we get our bills paid and we're okay with that. A couple of other folks saying, you know what, student loans, mm. student loans are a huge, huge challenge is what that person is finding. And oftentimes, you know, you, you graduate school mm-hmm. and you're trying to get out there and you're trying to get going and you're paying off uh, what can be thousands upon thousands yeah. upon thousands of dollars and you, you know again there it's like where do you start and the stress from that yeah because let me yeah. let me put a question to you Kelly that sort of summarizes a lot of these whether it's student loans or mortgages or debt or whatever it is a lot of people are saying what's the point of me going to a financial advisor if all I can show them is debt right right okay so there are a couple of different planners so w- w- there's in, uh, it is very confusing I'll say that um, but but when talking about what I think is the gold standard of a planner is a certified financial planner. I'm not one. I, I don't take on clients. Um, and I've got some resources where you can go and find one. These planners charge in two different ways. So some charge based on the assets that you bring over. So if you don't have money, that's the number one thing people will say is they don't have money, so they can't go and see these folks. But there's other ones that charge by the hour by the plan. Where they might be able to see a blind spot that you haven't seen is, for example, I'm just throwing this out, you've got a great income, you've got debt up to your eyeballs, but if you threw some money into an RSP and just found some way and used that tax deduction to pay down on the debt, or whatever. Now, if you really debt is your issue, debt is your issue, you've got people calling, you've lost your job, whatever it is, you need to see a non-profit credit counselor, okay? These folks are going to talk to you just about that debt management, just about what your options are. Do you need to see a bankruptcy trustee? Do you, you know, are there some other ways that you can go about this? Um, because there's a number of ways that you can always go. So those are kind of your I ways. I think to- people are sometimes afraid to hear what those options are because it's yeah. it's almost like you'd rather, even though with the stress, it's it's like living in this kind of blissfully unaware or ignoring it at least because when you hear the word bankruptcy or uh-huh. this is what we're going to have to do with consolidation. But there's some things you can do prior to oh, bankruptcy a- Absolutely, though, right? but, but people right. you don't think hear that. It. People mm-hmm. don't want to hear that. You, you're right, Jalen, and you're right, Andrew, that there are so much that you can do and there's so many questions like, can they take your house? If they can, what are they going to leave you with? Mm-hmm. Uh, will they take your RSPs? Can they garnish your wages? Like, Why would you try to figure that out on your own? Why would you spend... one? You're right that it's going to suck hearing what you're going to have to hear. But why would you want to have a sleepless night not knowing at least what your options are? I think it's going to fortify you more to be like, okay, okay. You know, I sat with someone, they held my hand, they told me what it was going to be, and and now I know what I've got to do. And I think the length of time, too, it takes to to dig out of that hole or, you know, out of the bankruptcy as well. I mean, that's staggering as well. As long as you've been... Well, I know it's seven years, but as long as, as long as, yeah... How old will you be in seven years if you don't declare Mm -hmm. bankruptcy? Yeah, well, that's it. And the thing is, if you're at that point, your credit is likely 
pretty shot mm-hmm. yeah. anyway. It's yeah. not like you're just going to try to scrape by. And, and, and I mean, here's unfortunate. I get a lot of the calls where then they are getting the foreclosure, where there was something they could have done if they would have acted six months or a year earlier. Not necessarily that they mm-hmm. could have, but there might have been. Um, and if nothing else, you have someone who's who's on your side. So someone like that will contact your creditors, will they not, uh, at your request? Yes. And they can make arrangements, um, possibly uh, some kind of repayment plan. Absolutely. But they will probably eliminate that credit those calls or yes. whatever. Now, and they also, I, I mean, I've been criticized by some saying that that I should be recommending people just go straight to the bankruptcy trustee. I think a nonprofit credit counselor is your best first step. Uh, there's money mentors in Alberta. I think they're your, your first best step because studies also show that if you don't know what happened and you don't have that counseling to help you pay it back to get out of it, that people often find themselves in that situation again. Now, it's not to say that that isn't the right course of action. I just think that should be the first stop. It's a free call. It's a free, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a free... uh, Resource. Yeah, exactly. And they've got classes and all that type of stuff, too. Kelly, a couple questions coming in on the text line. Uh, This one from Julie. What is the certification we need to look for for a proper financial planner as opposed to somebody who has a week of training working for a multi-level marketing organization? Right. Right. So um, you... Unfortunately, in Canada, anyone can call themselves a financial planner Mm. legally outside of the province of Quebec. Anyone can be Earl Jones saying that they are that. And it's nothing saying that there aren't good folks that are educated out there that are selling investments or selling insurance. But yes, it is true. You can get in somewhat easily with a license. So if you're looking for a planner, you want a certified financial planner, you can find one at findyourplanner.ca. Another great resource is financialplanningforcanadians.ca. You're going to see me all over that website. It's put out by the nonprofit organization Financial Planning for Canadians, or excuse me, um, FPSC, the Financial Planning Standards Council. We've got tons of videos on there of what to ask a financial planner, how to interview them, what the qualifications should be, all of that type of stuff. If you are more affluent and you're listening and you have a lot of investments, you might want someone like a chartered financial analyst, a CFA. So okay. that's what you're, you're going to look for um, for your credentials. Yeah. Um, can a financial advisor help me with my pension plan through work? Okay, so again, this would be maybe a planner. So an advisor generally not always is going to defer more to investments and insurance where the planner is going to look at the whole planning. Not always, but generally. They can help you at least look at, yeah, what's your pension? Do you have a buyout option? What does all of that mean? Um, are you leaving money on the table? So many people are not topping up what they should be. They maybe are only in the the, the the part that their employer forces mm-hmm. them into, but they're not in the optional part of the RSP. Uh, absolutely. That's what about insurance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't understand insurance. Okay. And I don't understand the two types or, you know, one's an investment and one isn't. I right. mean, is insurance a good investment? Okay, you need to be more cautious with insurance. So there are types of insurance like term, which is called, and sorry for being so crass, but cheap and dirty insurance. It's Mm -hmm. really cheap when you're young, you get a lot of it because you've got a big mortgage, you've got kids, you need insurance, okay? No bells, no whistles, what you pay for, you get. Then, but it goes up a lot as you get older. It usually goes up in 10-year increments. So once you're 50 or 60, it, it can be a lot more expensive. Then there's what's called whole life, that it's 
like term, but it's got buffers on it, okay? And it's to um, spread out that payment. So let's say a person gets diagnosed with something in their 50s or 60s and now is uninsurable, but they had that more permanent insurance that was more expensive in the early years, but not as expensive later. And then there's all kinds of, of stuff in the middle. Uh, that doesn't have as much bells and whistles, but you can hear that it gets more complex. You need Mm -hmm. to know what you're getting into. You need to know what the commission is from Mm -hmm. the person sitting across from you, what they're recommending. If insurance is being recommended as an investment tool, you really need to talk to an accountant. You have to know again what you're getting into, and you need to know what that person is being paid not not some blanket like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get paid by the insurance well, company. Well, everybody thinks their product or says their product is the best, their company right. is the, the best. Right. I, I guess, you know, for me, that's the one area I haven't gotten into. I mean, yeah. We have insurance, but not as an investment. But I'd love to be able to talk to somebody who doesn't sell insurance that could advise me on mm-hmm. exactly what kind of insurance I should be looking at. That could be a fee-only certified financial planner again. This is so, if, if you have an issue, like, should you get insurance? Should you pay down on the mortgage versus the RS? Should you, should you, should you, a a non, like a fee only certified financial planner is your person or uh, someone who's like a a charter professional accountant and a CFP because they're going to look at the tax side and all of that type of stuff. I know it's a lot of acronyms. (laughs) You can reach out to me after the show. I will point you in the right direction. I can't give you specific referrals, but I can at least tell you what acronyms to look for. Um, It is a little bit complex, but if you've got a lot of money on the line or someone's asking you to pay a lot of money for an insurance plan, uh, and, and also if you're sitting across from a pro, they should tell you their biases. They really should. You should not have to pull it out of them. They should what do not you mean, say, tell, tell they should the not biases. say this, is, this is the best thing since sliced bread. They okay. should say, Andrew, you know what, or Jalen, um, here's the, 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 the benefits of this, and here's the downfalls, and here's the risks of it, here's the cost of it, here's where your money could be going. Um, there are a lot of residents in Alberta that have um, pr- uh, investment properties, for example. I used to be on the board many years ago of the Edmonton Apartment Association. Some people will buy insurance to have the tax tax paid at the death of, of uh, when they're, they're, they've passed away because there's going to be so much taxes owing on their rental properties, for example. I know a lot of your older hmm. listeners, this is an issue, and they don't want the kids to have to fire sale the properties during hmm. a bad year to have to pay the tax man. But that's a very complicated analysis. That's not just like, hey, yeah, you should buy this insurance policy because, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> and there might be illnesses and all that. And also, yeah, if you get an illness, you might not be insurable later. So it's mm. important to know if that's something you should at least consider. Always so much to think about mm-hmm. when Kelly joins us in studio. It's 3.49. You can text us at 6.30, 6.30. I know many of you have. We'll take our final break here before the 4 o'clock news. More with Kelly after this. Okay, last few minutes here with uh, personal finance finance expert, financial expert, Kelly King joining us this wow. afternoon. English is hard. hard. Talking is hard. <laughs> Finances are hard and lots of people having lots of questions this afternoon. Someone just texted and said, uh, you know, what about the financial strain when, div- when divorce hits? Yeah, it's a huge yeah. financial strain. You need to probably be talking to somebody at that point to make sure that you're on the right track. But Stacy, um, oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second, Stacy. Okay. Hi, Stacy. There you are. Hi. 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 So, uh, Jaylen and Andrew 
and Kelly. Kelly yeah. Hello. I Hi. was on the phone with actually a couple of years ago uh, when Kelly was on your show, Jay Lynn, and uh, had gone through a bankruptcy and was frustrated about how do I reestablish credit. And Kelly gave me advice about that and said, you know, you can do that. And I contacted her after the show. She directed me to getting a particular credit card uh, from a certain company. And so I did that. Now I went bankrupt in 2011. And this is, uh, you know, a couple years ago that I called in. I established really good credit. I kept paying it off, like Kelly said, don't let it get more than $200. Keep paying it off, I did that. And with that company's credit card, I have done really good. Then a year ago, I go to buy a car. And wow, <laughs> they had trouble. They, I didn't have credit. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't figure it out. And yeah, they ended up giving me a, not a better than, you know, the worst kind of rate you can get, which is something like 14%. So I got my car loan at six. And it turns out that BDO did not wipe out everything off my file because Mm -hmm. apparently because of one of the loans we had has my ex-wife's name on it. And Kelly, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Like I'm seven years later Mm -hmm. and I have no credit. I went to apply for a credit card recently at uh, uh, one of the big banks and they said, you don't have any credit. Like, we can't give you a credit card. Oh. What? Yeah. Like, and this whole thing coupled with the car. Like, how can I go bankrupt and still have something on my file? Yeah. Which is apparently what has happened. Well, and here's the thing, Stacey, is you're, you're doing a lot right. This is what a lot of people don't realize is first before you start to go and apply for credit is you need to know where your credit is, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there yeah. something still, like you said, there's still some old something on there and because it's your wife's name or something of that sort. Yeah. I, I hear this all the time. You need to go and check your report. So um, mm-hmm. in Canada, there's two. There's Equifax and there's TransUnion. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to go yeah. and see. Did you Have you checked your report? Uh, well, not just recently. I, okay. I probably did, you know, a year or so ago. Yeah. And uh, But, you know, I just don't get it how I can, with a bankrupt, the company, like DDO, is supposed to Well, so now you, you, you have rights. You have rights uh, to go and contact. So this is why it's so important, uh, not just to get your report, to see what's on there, see if anything is in collections that should be removed, see if something mm-hmm. should be off of there. Also, you want to see your score, because both of them have a proprietary score. But if something's mm-hmm. on there, Stacy, that should not be on there, there is mm-hmm. um, steps that you can take to contact both of them to have it removed so then mm-hmm. you can get your score to bounce back. Like, yeah, you're you're over the seven years. Um, yeah. There's, there's no reason that, that that should still be on there, but so many people are surprised. They go to even just get mm-hmm. a cell phone, Stacy, and they're declined yeah. for a cell phone. So check your credit, check your score. Uh, feel free to get back in touch with me and let me know what you yeah, find out, and I'll help point yeah. you back into the right direction. Okay, thank you. Because okay. it, it bugs me that, you know, well, it's, I, I went bankrupt. I should be cleared off. It's, yeah. If they can go after her, you know, like <laughs> if there's like 
I'm, I should be free and clear. We'll That's keep what at I paid it, Stacey. Two thousand dollars for it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Stacy, thanks for the yeah, phone good call. Luck, good luck with that. And again, if you want to get in touch with Kelly, her website is kellykeen.com. K-E-L-L-E-Y-K-E-E-H-N.com. Uh, tons of information on there, and uh, there's they can get in touch with you yeah, no problem through there yeah, and you've you done that many times so yeah. we thank you for that kelly Pleasure. uh final thoughts on what people need to be doing during this um, mental health week and their finances oh they need to take stock of where they are can be really hard open up those bills if you owe taxes if you didn't do your taxes whatever right <laughs> oh, no. if really? you're self-employed you still have till june 15th but just do one thing promise yourself you're going to do one thing you know what even if you don't do it do this uh get your outlook calendar out or get your paper calendar out and just write 30 days from now one thing you're gonna do how about that don't even do anything this week just just do one thing in 30 days and when it comes up do that thing and if you have problems you know reach out and see me or call me in and remember i don't take on clients but i will i will point you in the right direction and if you're looking for a planner find your planner.ca thanks kelly thanks jalen thanks andrew the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.